friend Paris. And this is my fiend Simone. We're friends and we like to introduce our friends to each other. So welcome to my friend's friends, a mini episode. During season two, we're bringing you new conversations with old friends, friends that you already met in season one. In this mini episode, we're hanging out again with Gina from San Francisco and Sandra from Dallas, who originally hung out with us in season one, episode five, Megan Markle and the Baboon to My Jupiter. Um, the last thing we're going to do is just each answer off the top of your head. We're going to go around and talk about what is one thing that a friend has done lately that pleasantly surprised you. If anybody has something popping into their head, you can go for it. Yeah, I mean, it also strangely has to do with animals. Oh, good. Keep stick, keep it with the theme. Yeah, it's like double animals, too, because it involves my dog and parasites that could possibly <laughs> grow in a dog. <laughs> okay, well, that's weird. Whoa. That's a weird lead in. <laughs> yeah. Pleasant surprise. It's very practical, and these are the things that make me so happy, I guess. But my my friend and neighbor downstairs, she has a dog, and Chewy, the dog company, she she bought this mm. Trifexis heartworm medication. Mm-hmm. It's the same one that Rita, my dog, takes, and they're the same size bracket. And then it wasn't working for Teddy, her dog, so she told Chewy, and then Chewy said, oh, no problem. We'll send you other stuff. And then she's like, do you want the extra pills for Rita? Because it's like $100. Okay, that shit is not cheap. And I was like, thank you. So I got extra parasite medication. (laughs) She probably saved me 20 bucks, you know? That's awesome. That was really thoughtful. (laughs) I don't know if you're single, Gina, but if there are any men out there vying for Gina's heart... (laughs) Parasite medication—that's the way to this girl's heart. Practical, okay. Mama needs to pay bills. Yeah. All right, you need to contribute. Mama needs to get rid of them worms. Mama's got worms. Baby Rita. We're taking care of old lady Rita. I love that her name is Rita. (laughs) Well, um, my my thing is a little bit silly. We had originally planned to be moving from Italy in September and with COVID and with just different things going on, we've extended our timeline to um, stay here through like April or May of next year. And I was not thrilled about that decision at first, partly because we do not have a dishwasher here. (laughs) And I do a lot of dishes. My husband is our cook. I've talked about it on the show. He's an amazing cook. He cooks a lot. We never go out to eat because we are students on a budget. And we have a wonderful view where we live. And he cooks great food. So we eat at home all the time. And I'm constantly doing dishes. And... We have decided, okay, we're going to find a used dishwasher once my husband has graduated, which is happening in less than a week. We're going to have the capacity to go out and find a used dishwasher. It's going to be a game changer, right? So I've expressed this to a couple of friends, to my book club of (laughs) middle-aged expat ladies, and I have just gotten person after person who has said, ah, 
I never use the dishwasher. Why would you even need that? That's so like silly and you know, kind of like lazy, like kind of judgy responses. And I just have been like, excuse me, like, who are you? And I was just mopping the floor yesterday with a friend on. I was taking her around the house while I was mopping and she was on the computer and I like she was hanging out with me while I was mopping. And I was like telling her about my whole like dishwasher scheme. And she was like, Simone, this is so great. You need a dishwasher. I live with roommates and they don't use a dishwasher. I'm the only one and I love it. And I was just like so vindicated you guys I was like thank you I've finally been heard I've finally been like validated and uh, she's also just a very soft-spoken friend and so I mean she's still like will say things with feeling but when she is like adamant about something it really has an impact you know so I was like so writing that like Susanna says I can get a dishwasher Screw these other people. I'm getting it. So uh, the countdown is on, you guys. (laughs) Two weeks. Yeah, I'm pretty much obsessed with my vacuum robot. (laughs) Yes! Does it have a name? Mm, I just call it Roomba. (laughs) Not original. (laughs) (laughs) It's better than, like, vacuum robot. Yeah. Well, she's into doing that thing where she does synonyms for what it is. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, hello, vacuum robot. <laughs> sucking machine. <laughs> yeah. Dirt sucker. Yes. That's awesome. A time a friend surprised me in a good way. Is that how you, how did you put it? Someone. It yeah, was just pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised. Lately that pleasantly surprised you. Yeah, this one is a little more serious. Um. I think lately with everything going on with Black Lives Matter, um, it's mm-hmm. it's made me quite sensitive, I think. Well, I mean, I think in this era, um, just being a person of color myself and a minority, um, I think the way that people respond, I think, to the legitimate pain and rage out there has... Um, it's mm. something that I have noticed more among my own friend group, Um you know, it's sort of like, yeah, being a person of color with a lot of friends who are not people of color, just always being sort of conscious of the difference in perspective and um, not really putting this very gracefully. No, we get it. I get it. I, I get it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think so recently I was having a conversation with a friend about she is a champion for insulin rights. Her son has diabetes and she lives in Minnesota. And until very recently, um, there was no allowance for, there there was no protection for um, the price of insulin. And so it was just skyrocketing. And Uh she had to travel to Canada just to get insulin that she could afford. It was cheaper to travel to Canada to buy insulin there Mm. than to buy it in the States because, yeah, the prices Mm. are just incredible. And so she was part of this... uh, lobbyist group that was in the state Congress asking for protections um, on insulin prices. And Mm. I think, so she was talking with me and another friend. Her other friend was African-American. The three of us were chatting about being heard in government or being heard in society. And my friend noted that, so she's, she's a white woman. 
she noted that mm-hmm. she had received immediate attention and understanding in Congress. And mm. I think the black friend was part of the same group. And she was like, well, did you notice that like I, or maybe it was another black speaker was cut off like at least three times in, in Congress. And I think I had brought up some other incident that I don't actually remember what I was talking about either, but just being like, yeah, there is, there sometimes is a difference in attention mm. or validation when you're talking about, about grievances and, when those cop topics come up, it's always a little sensitive. You don't know how the other person will respond, mm-hmm. especially when it's something so personal as that. But I was mm-hmm. really pleasantly surprised that this friend immediately stopped and listened and validated that perspective and said, I had no idea. And she went back and I think she watched the video and saw that that mm-hmm. is exactly what had happened. Um, mm-hmm. And after that, I think she noted like at least two or three times on like subsequent Facebook posts about that experience. She had mentioned that experience um, of saying like, yeah, as a white woman talking in front of this, you know, state Congress, state legislature, I got validation, I got response, you know, um, Mm -hmm. and, and yet my black colleague got cut off a few times and, and just in other ways just showed that she was ready to listen and to validate and asking questions. So that was, that was really nice. You know, I felt I felt like she was safe and was ready to be an ally and um, has been doing the hard work of, of educating herself as well. And, you know, I, I also feel like I need to educate myself and learn more and be that kind of ally to others as well. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, a, That's great. Yeah. It's a fabulous I mean, story. I feel like even, even lately for me, I mean, it's, it's something, Sandra, we've talked about, you know, that's been on my mind for a long time. But even now, just like the media I'm consuming. So I've been watching. I love um, The Chef Show on Netflix with John Favreau and Roy Choi. It's a cooking show with the two of them. And they're visiting lots of different chefs, uh, establishments and restaurants and things. And I can tell some of the chefs will introduce, because they normally have, like, sous chefs or line cooks with them, helping them to talk or or make a dish or something. And then some of them will, you know, introduce that line cook by name and talk about what they do. And a lot of the times... These chefs are white, and these line cooks or people in the lower levels are people of color. And it's not all the time, but it's sometimes it works out like that. And a lot of times I, I'm i just noticing now when the chefs are not acknowledging those line cooks and when they are. And when they're, you know, and it's just like, oh, even that awareness I might not have had previously and now I'm actually paying more attention to when somebody is getting ignored Mm. or not credited for their work um, because that is super important so I love that story Sandra and I'm so glad you shared it and that your friend was so receptive and really internalized it yeah she's really and that her friend brought it up Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm 
Yeah. I mean, that's hard work to do when you're the one being discriminated against and reliving that trauma that you felt on the floor mm-hmm. in order to, mm-hmm. to educate others. Yeah. And it's, it's good that, you know, <clears throat> your friend is doing her own education. That That's good. But, but also kudos to her friend for, for bringing it up. Yeah. I was kind of tiptoeing around it and her friend just, came right out and was like well you know (laughs) that's not my experience good it's always been time for that but more than ever yeah Hmm. that's beautiful yeah so good so (laughs) i don't really know it it, well my uh (laughs) my pleasantly surprising moment is not as (laughs) deep and it's more um, parasite level (laughs) It's more parasite level. <laughs> um, but um, I guess, so I moved to Germany in November uh, from England where I was living for almost four years and I had a huge, fabulous support system in England, my um, friends there and I've moved to Germany and although I do have friends in Germany, none of them live, they're all three hours away at a minimum. And at least the people that I knew right before I moved here. And so one of them um, is my friend Zena. And Zena and I met a year and a half ago um, at a skiing trip um, through another friend of mine in Germany. And we just connected like immediately. And so in all of this, so the, the moment that the German... Um, travel and and kind of measures were lifted. Her boyfriend, husband to be, lives or his sorry his family is north of where I live, and so they went to see the their family and then came down and stopped at mine for like eight hours, and then then a couple weeks later they came and stayed over for two nights, and so they're getting married in October, and um. Zena, when she, so she was here and Fabian had left, she stayed one more night with me and she asked me to be her maid of honor, which was just like such an honor, right? Like just, I kind of I cried. <laughs> I cried all this we both cried. Oh. It was just, and, and in addition to just feeling like so much honor because Zena is a wonderful mm. human being just the that she feels so connected to me to ask me to be right this this american who's still learning german the the maid of honor like in in in, in german it means like witness mm-hmm. right because typically in the same in the states right you have to sign the marriage certificate as the witness and so that and, and the other thing too is in because of the situation and everything they're doing um like a courtroom wedding mm-hmm. in october and you do you have the courtroom wedding, which takes 15 minutes, and then they're having a party afterwards, right? So it's really just this, will you be my witness? And so I was just so excited, right? And and it just makes me, it gives me more to look forward to in October. And it just made me feel really, like, validated as a friend. I know that sounds really weird, but no, it doesn't. Especially in this time where I can't see a lot of people, and one, I don't know a lot of people, and then two, that this this one person that I have seen a lot, you know, wants me to be her maid of honor. So I was just 
blown away. I keep, I, I forget, it's one of those things where I like forget about it and then I remember and I'm just like, Ooh. <laughs> so excited. Like I get so excited about it. So, and that was last weekend. Yeah. A week ago. It was just so very excited. Yeah. Yay. I'm so happy yeah. for you and that you have such a great friendship out there. So I'm excited. That's great. Anyway, cool. Thanks for listening to this mini up. Come hang out with us on Instagram at my friends, friends pod, find us online at my friends, friends pod.com or send us an email at my friends, friends pod at gmail.com. Thanks so much to Fran Boyd for our magical music. And if you missed meeting these friends in season one, go back in your feed to hear the full on group hang. Snow podcast limits here.